Hey love, welcome to the Be Loved Podcast. I'm your girl, Brandy Luna, a versatile Jesus-obsessed faithpreneur who's all about building people up holistically while keeping it real. On this show, you can always expect the juice that will put pep in your mental, physical, spiritual, personal, or relational step. Whether it's just me in your ear or me and a beloved guest, my prayer is that each episode serves you in some way. So buckle up, boo, and let's see what God has in store for us today on the Be Loved Podcast. What is up, Be Loved Podcast listeners? Welcome back to another episode of the Be Loved Podcast. Friends, guess what? We have a very special guest today that I am so stoked to have here literally my most favorite guest and yes it's a little biased for much like a great reason (laughs) it is my husband i finally twisted his arms hard enough to bring him onto the show today and i'm so excited to have him here babe are you excited to be here i'm so excited (laughs) Uh, i think uh, you hit the hit the nail on the head and you say you twist my arm (laughs) oh my goodness you guys the other day, I, I told him, I'm like, I'm, I'm sure people wonder, like, who you are and your, you know, just just what's your background, right? And he was like, good, I like it that way. <laughs> like, <laughs> so we're just going to dive into the topic of marriage, especially for um, the, the individuals who are contemplating on if they want to marry someday or not, um, based off of, you know, past traumatic experiences that you may have seen in in other couples i know that that hinders people from wanting to get married um or for the marriages that are freshly married within one to five years of their marriage um we've just like gracefully ish (laughs) exited the first five years of marriage we just um tackled our sixth year of marriage as of uh, july 6th yay Mm -hmm. i'm super excited uh, we've been together for going on 10 years, but um, July 6th was also our nine-year dating anniversary. So um, we've been able to learn a few things about each other, yeah, babe? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, every day I feel like we're still we're still learning, figuring <laughs> each other out, or changing. Yeah. I think we're, we're, we've been together long enough that we still see the things that you like to do, even from the beginning that we met and then you still are evolving into who you're who you're gonna be or or who you're meant to be but we're always changing and i think that's uh that's gonna continue to happen yeah i love that i love that i was literally just talking to we just returned from texas um which is our home state and specifically hometown is the lubbock area um our best friend got married yay celebrating hey shout out corinne uh, but while being there, we tackled and that And my boy, Adrian. And you, Adrian. <laughs> how are you just going to say the bride? She's married now. But... You're right. You're right. Sorry, y'all. Um, sorry, Adrian, if you're listening. So um, while being there, we tackled that topic very mildly. But I was saying that one of the most beautiful things about marriage is that you married one person, but you grow with another person. Um, some people think tend to fall out in marriage later down the road saying like I got bored I was with the same person and da, da, da. I, I beg to defer because I'm learning as Stephen just mentioned that Stephen is not the same man I met 10 years ago you know or almost 10 years ago he's a different man he has he's adopted new mindsets he speaks differently he functions differently like he has different habits and things, and so it's been fun to journey with him as he is on his own growth journey. And so um, I think that's what keeps things fresh, too, is that we're always learning and growing, and and uh, we get to, you know, we don't ever have to settle for that same person, um, and it keeps it interesting. But anyway, so I wanted to bring him on the show today, um, again, to tackle the simplicity of marriage in all of its complexities, if that makes sense. <laughs> And so, that being said, I wanted to really just um, pick his brain, pick his heart from his perspective. Um, For those who don't know, me and Steven, neither of us had a great example of marriage growing up. I know that my listeners, you guys have a, you know, vague example. I mean, um, uh, knowing of my background with, you know, my parent situation, they 
both were weren't very um present foster care addiction prison things like that so marriage just wasn't existing in my life growing up at all more or less you know or healthy lifestyle more or less a healthy marriage um Stephen uh, I don't know if you want to touch on that background of yours uh, regarding marriage of what you seen growing up or what you didn't see more so as far as uh marriages to look up to I mean there was some there was a few a few marriages but they were not family members so growing up I don't I I never seen like a solid marriage like to the point to where I was like you know what that that's the kind of marriage I want I I don't I don't yeah there was no no family members that were like yeah I want to grow up and be like them I want a wife like her like you know what I mean not not to say that there was um bad relationships or or bad marriages like they were great but it just never crossed my mind because it wasn't just like it didn't stand out to me I guess but but there was you know there's an an older couple that I used to work for uh way back in the day uh all throughout high school I used to work on their ranch and they were an awesome couple like they they really showed me um how marriage should be and and you know they they um you could tell that they just they they really truly loved each other um and they were always helping they were just like so for me they um they used to hire uh us guys from that were in high school to help them on their ranch mm-hmm. um and and I don't think that they honestly they didn't have to do that they did that out of the kindness of their heart so that just showed me the, the that kind of the, the kind of person or the kind of people that they are. So, yeah. I mean, just that alone really kind of was like, wow, there's there's people that that really just want to help. Yeah, and as so, a couple. Yeah, as a couple. Wow. And, and, and that, that was their goal. Their kids were already grown and off making families and doing their own thing and moved away. And they were just an elderly couple. Just, you know, they and they would pay us. So, like, it, 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 that's how I'm you know, bought my school clothes during the, the summers of uh, my high school years. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Shout out Doug and Susie. I doubt they'll ever hear this, but still, yeah, they, Doug and are, Susie. they are such a sweet couple. And um, obviously, you know, the crux of our marriage, mine and Stephen's marriage is the Lord. Um, that is something that has genuinely kept us glued um, on our marriage day. In fact, I was, I had the honor and privilege of officiating my best friend's wedding this past weekend. And they also did the, uh, God's not ceremony of the three court strand. And obviously that symbolizes, um, you know, based off of Ecclesiastes 413, um, a two string can, you know, one man can be overtaken two can also be easily taken, but a cord of three strands, it's, it won't be easily taken, uh, you know, broken. And so, I mean, you uh, think, of, <clears throat> so real quick, you think of, uh, you know, three strands, but three strands of strings apart or separated, say they're laying next to each other. If they were pulled on and, and like put in a bind, I mean, they're going to bust, they're going to snap eventually. But if you braid them, if you put them in mm-hmm. a braid, it's just, it's just going to add that strength because right. the three strands, you know, right. you think of just rope that you grab off the ground, it's braided already. Right. And it's, that's what makes it stronger. So, yeah. So, so that scenario. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, and I love that the Lord always like speaks to us in like parables in ways that we can understand because his ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. So he has like break things down like that. <laughs> but it's a great symbolization of what how a marriage can truly be strong when you incorporate him and his ways and his word into your marriage because one human being alone cannot say it's not well one it's not good for a man to be alone um and even two together without him at the center uh which is why we're diving in today it, it just it 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 really is very hard i'm not saying impossible but it's a very hard road to get through a successful truly successful marriage to death do you part without him it's it's almost it's it's I've seen it in other couples um, who also vouch for this, that they, you know, incorporated the Lord much later in their marriage and they wish they had done it from the very beginning because even later in their marriage, they see the tremendous difference that the Lord truly makes in their marriage 
Well, because one, God is the creator of marriage. He created marriage because it's a good thing. He didn't want man to be alone. Um, and when we find, you know, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. It's a helpmate. It's a, it's an encourager. It's a helper, you know? And so, uh, Doug and Susie, that's probably what you were, you were, you had mentioned, babe, that there were many couples in your life, not that they were like a terrible couple, but they didn't stand out to you as the exact words you used. And so then later on, you said that Doug and Susie stood out to you. And one thing I know for a fact about Doug and Susie is that they have Christ as as the center of their marriage. And so that even you not knowing Christ just yet on a personal level, that it's funny because God was actually revealing himself to you through them. Mm. And that's also powerful through marriage because whether we know it or not, God does reveal himself to people through marriages. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so that being said, I wanted to pick your brain, babe, and kind of pick out your heart today and uh, hopes that whatever you, the Lord stirs you to say is going to be helpful. And so the um, uh, first question I had for you is what has God taught you through marriage in the last six years that we've been married that could speak to other men in the first few years of their marriage one to five you know or even later in their marriage who knows um especially the men that haven't had a great example of marriage um that's a that's a hard question (laughs) um so i think what god has taught me is that you you Right. It's cliche to say that um, communication is key, but you you really do have to communicate with each other. And I think that's what I kind of tell people or if I'm mentoring anybody or just 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 having a conversation with somebody who's struggling. I think I, I, I try to let them know that, hey, you got to speak up. You got to tell me or even like that. If I'm asking the question, like, tell me what's going on. Speak up and, and let me know, because if you don't let me know, then you're, we're going to get lost in tran- translation and. And, and I don't truly understand you and you're giving off a different vibe and we can't have the, the, the right conversation that needs to be done, need to need to be had. So. Yeah. Um, so I think conversation, communication, just just talk to one another and just hey, don't hold that stuff in because the more the longer you hold it in. Right. So in the beginning, I feel like it. it I don't want to say it's hard. I think it might be a little easier in the beginning because people tend to try to hold stuff in. Yeah. And so they just kind of like go with the flow in marriage and they're just like, okay, we're learning each other. You know, you kind of let things go and don't say anything. But as you get to know each other, you, you, you'll, you'll start to understand who they are, how they act, how they live, how they eat, how they clean, you know, all of those things, uh, as you move in together. Um, and, 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 and if you hold all of that stuff in, it's it's, what bothers you. Yeah, it's just going to build up. It's just going to build up. And then a year down the road, you're going to have a, a, a bicker. And that's really no big deal. And then that's going to turn into, it's just going to be the snowball effect, right? right? So the moment you got you guys start arguing, it's going to be over something small. And then you say, well, will you do this? And then now you're saying, will you do this? And then now you're back and forth. And now it's something bigger. It's turned into something way bigger than but what started this. started a year ago. Yeah. It started two years ago inside Exactly. It started two years ago or a year ago, right? If we're saying that you guys have been married for a year, um, it started a long time ago, but, but you didn't voice it. You just held it in. And the moment that that small argument started, you blew up, right? You started saying all of these things and and then now she's looking at you. Or he, the file yeah. And now <laughs> you guys are looking at each other and he's like, yeah, yeah, I said that, you know, like, uh, and she's like, well, this is, that was a long time ago. Yeah. But you know, mm-hmm. it's because you're holding it in. So I think that communicating, speaking your mind, but in a calm way, right? There's no, look, with if you're going to, yeah, with kindness and just say, hey, if we're going to talk or if, if the argument starts to pick up, you say, if we're going to talk, hey, we're not going to yell. We're grown adults and we're going to have a conversation and yeah. we're just going to accept what's being said and figure it out. Right. Um, and I think I, I would like to add to that because one thing that the Lord has taught me is, is putting myself flat. It's not being, it's not thinking less of myself it's thinking of myself less Mm -hmm. when it comes to you and so um I always had that victim mentality which I've talked to my listeners about this before like I know the feeling of having that victim mentality like everyone's out to get me like nobody is for me I've got to do everything like it was all about me 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 it's almost like 
The victim mentality is also honestly a prideful and selfish mentality. And I could speak on that again because I struggled with it. Um, but the Lord, as the Lord began to break that off of me, he began to show me that Stephen has feelings. Stephen has emotions. Stephen has, you know, bought things that bother him. And the more I grew in love for him, with the, which the Lord helped me to do, I began to really care like about his feelings more and more and more. Like, oh my goodness, like, of course, from the beginning, I don't want to hurt him, but it intensified, like, I cared more about his feelings than I did mine, and so whenever something, it's actually beneficial to him when I'm communicating my feelings to him, because us women, again, I can say this because I've been there many times, but, you know, Stephen will say, what's wrong? I'm giving attitude, I'm moody, you know, but I'm, I'm like, nothing, nothing, nothing. And that's not helpful to men because as Stevens told me, babe, I can't read your mind. I can't read your mind. I want, and Stevens a natural problem solver. So he's like, let's find the solution, but I can't find the solution if you don't express what's on your heart. Just tell me. And I'm just like, maybe it's my monthly, which honestly, ladies, being on our monthly is not an excuse to be ugly to our husbands. That's the Lord, <laughs> I, listen. We, I had a conversation with her, and I told her, I said, "Hey, look, I understand that during those times, it's probably tough." I said, "But we all, we, we all go through different situations, right? Women and men, different situations. I get that, right? It, it's completely different, but we can't change that. Right. We can't change that. So when, when, when she's, I, I, to me personally, I feel like, hey, when that time has come, I don't think that that's a, um." a good good reason for you to be like mean. Uh, ugly mean or yeah. whatever the case right. is now don't get me wrong she, it's happened right and brandy does like she'll she'll get get a certain way right and but she'll catch herself and i'm like okay well and and, and at that time like i obviously already know uh her situation so it's kind of like okay well i might back off a little right. bit or and i might cushion the situation right. a little bit and that's the thing like that's that's the thing meeting each other's needs so it's not helpful that i mean to him it's it's straight up mean like yes i am i don't feel well my back's hurting like i have a headache mood swings whatever but i can also just say babe i'm not feeling well right now could you i just don't want to speak right now and he's he's learned me enough to know like okay and he respects that he leaves me alone he'll he'll let me nap he'll do you need anything do you need do you want me to go grab something from the store like he then caters to my need because he understands I've expressed my 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 need and vice versa when he needs some alone time you know I I already know like if he's flustered if he's had a stressful day one I let him de unload on me and he doesn't do it in a rude manner in the beginning he would come home built up full of frustration from work and then take it out on me through the smallest thing like, why are there two dishes in the sink? Like, just random outbursts of anger. And I'm just I, like, I, I, hold you're on. You're exaggerating a little bit. Well, I wouldn't. I, okay. But, <laughs> two, but, I'm, the, but I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to think of a scenario of the little things that would set you off. Right. And so I, we had to get to the root to that. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Like, vice versa, right? Like, wait, there's something underlining that temper. Like, what's happening? So what was happening was that in his mind, he had a very stressful, hard day at work. And he felt like he didn't want to take that stress out on me by letting me know what happened. So he held it in, but then he would express the stress or the with the heavy load in another way, which would all obviously feel make me feel bad. So then that's something that he had to work on. Like, babe, no, come home and tell me what your day was like. You know, so then he, you know, come, he'll come home and say, man, I, today was just a little frustrating because X, Y, and Z. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to him like, dang, that sucks. I'm sorry. Like, you know, maybe we can, you know, maybe you can speak to so-and-so or maybe you should apologize to so-and-so or whatever, right? We problem solve and we make up solutions or I just hear him out. You know, I let him deload and, and unload on me. And so, and then after that, we're good for the evening. So back to that, like the, the root of that, learning that, you know, serving each other and hearing each other out. And like Steven said, communication, it really does save so much argument and strife, which if a, a house has strife, it cannot stand. Hear me, friends. If your house, if you allowed strife in your house, it will not stand for long because strife is it's a demonic agenda to come in and divide households. 
literally marriages, children, everything. So at all costs, do not allow strife in your life. And so the one of the baselines to not allowing strife in your life is communicating what you need. Now, not being needy, but obviously we're humans. So there are times like Stephen, instance, coming home, needs to de-stress. Help, here, let me hear you out, babe. Let, let, let him just deload. And then me, I'm the monthly thing, you know, babe, my mom, you know, that's that time of the month. So I don't want to talk to anybody right now or whatever. Okay. So then serving each other, you know? Yeah. And so like, I mean, just like you said, like, it's just, it, it all revolves or, or comes back or loops around back into uh, communication. Just right. like she, just like Brandy just said, like communicate and that's going to solve a lot of your problems right. early on. And then you have to be consistent though. Right. You can't just, you know, voice your opinions in the beginning and then slowly start to just like mm-hmm. shut them out, shut right. each person out or whatever the case is. And then it's just going to build up and it's right. going it, to, that's the recipe for, for disaster. Too. You know, just, yeah. I mean, just just be vocal in your marriage. Right, right. Just you know, be vocal. it really bothered me the way you spoke to me earlier, babe. Like, you know, or, and he'd be like, how? Like, I don't even realize I did. I'm like, I don't know. It was just that tone. Like, I don't know. You just, uh, he's like, okay, well, I'll look out for it next time. You know what I mean? Okay. Because sometimes we're not aware of how we're hurting people. We're just living. We're human beings. We're not aware. So it's like, babe, I don't, I really don't think you should speak that way or, and, and not trying to control him, but, like, if you honestly realize that it's it's a rude thing, it's very rude, um, and then it's like, I don't know, just little things like that, you know? And obviously, marriage, you're sharpening each other. Like, Stephen has helped me grow and better myself more than anyone has ever, other than the Lord, of course. But the Lord, I believe, you know, placed us together to better each other. You know yeah. you're at the right one when you become you've become better over the years, right? Yeah, and vi- vice versa. You know, I I I am a completely changed man from the time that I met you, and I, you know, I I I'll say I was lost, you know, but like I was just going through life, like going to work, coming home, and just you know in the world and just doing my own thing. I I just was, you know, just out there. But when I met you, um. I just, it, it, you know, in the beginning, it was a little rocky, but, you know, I, I do remember when you told me, you said, babe, uh, you you know I'm going to be a, a minister or I'm going to be on stage speaking sometime or, you know, later on down the road. And I was, you know, and, and in my short-minded self back back then, I was just like, okay, okay, yeah, no. I, and obviously that's just... That was just me agreeing because, you know, I didn't know how long we would last or, yeah. or, or or whatever the case was. But, yeah, I just I was just like, OK, and it was just carrying on, you know, like and uh, here we are. So I, I mean, just her in general, just speaking life over me and showing me a different way, showing me a different path and just uh, helping guide me along the way. It's really been a uh, uh, a game changer seriously i i i'm thankful thank you baby i love you you've helped me so much too seriously and friends that's that's literally how you know like that you're in a in a in a an evolving and ordained like god kissed your marriage is whenever your spouse is making you better and sometimes steven works my nerves vice versa i work his nerves exactly but in a great way though like I have, I've told y'all before, like my cleaning habits were not on point from my upbringing. I was never, I never lived in a clean household. I was never taught to clean, you know, just that just wasn't natural for me. But then, you know, moving in with Steven, he's very neat and clean. And, and I love that. That made me better because he's like, you know, we don't, you know, leave things right here or whatever. Right. And so just things like that, practical things, he's helped me out with so much and um anyway again just bettering each other we're gonna go ahead and go to the next question we could stay on that topic forever (laughs) so one thing one thing before we move forward i just want to say like uh for the men that haven't had a great example of marriage i would say find good people that have a solid marriage yeah that's good where god is the center of their marriage but at the same time um it, it, it's not going to, it may not be your family members. Yeah. I think one thing that I I told myself was, um, 
you know, the, the, the marriages in my family, I was just, I, there was a time where I just said, you know what, I don't, I don't want to be like that. Whatever, whatever I grow into when I get older, I, I told myself I, I didn't want to be like, yeah. be like them or mm-hmm. be like, you know, my family, but not to say that they're bad people, right. but I just didn't want to do that, you know? Yeah. And so I said to myself in my own mind that I want to be, I want to be better. I want to be a better person. I I want better for my life. I want to just grow and just be different. Yeah. I just I, so I'll say if if that's something that you're struggling with, um, somebody who hasn't had great examples of marriage, just just really sit and think to yourself and and think about all of the marriages or the people that have you know that are married in your life and just think to yourself and just say you know what that they may not be the greatest but they are a solid couple and they put god first you know so i would say that those are great examples but i'll just say that just be yourself want better for yourself want want to 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 to, don't be afraid to be different yeah be different just just don't be afraid of that um and i think at the at the end of the day you'll you'll come out on top you'll win for sure yeah for sure. Well, I guess I, I, I know that, you know, on both sides of our family, we, we, we kind of got a little bit of, in the beginning, of course, backlash of, oh, you think you're better or X, Y, and Z. And it was just like, dude, yeah. we're literally applying God's word to our life. And then that, no, we are not quote unquote better. We are just choosing God's way. And and, which, and not to say that like, you know, oh, you think you're better. I I think that's. I know where you're coming from with it. I know what you're saying. I think it's more of like uh, people were just kind of like, oh, you're changing on me. Like that type of thing. Not more or less like. Right. You're not who you used to be and I don't like it. Right. Exactly. And that's the difference. You know, it's that's, you know, change isn't always bad. Right. And that's something that they didn't understand in the beginning and they weren't very accepting of it until they seen the positive effect of it years later. Then people began to, in both of our families were like. Okay, well, their route, the route that they chose is actually a good route. Yeah, and they're like, they're, well, you, I'm sure it was like, well, she's obviously not going anywhere, so we right. might as well make the best of it. Yeah. And they, they, <laughs> they've grown, you know, yeah. and, and they love Brandy, of course. Yeah, but. for sure. I love your family. Or my family. <laughs> okay, so babe, uh, for the many couples out there that, and I know that we get this question quite often, actually, when people get to really know it, mm. but... Um, that consists of the wife being highly spiritual and outspoken about her faith, then the husband gives some advice to the wives that are being becoming discouraged about seeing their husband's faith walk. Um, maybe it's, you know, not as strong as hers uh, just yet or in the way that she thinks it should be. Um, and some advice to the men that are on the fence of their faith um, or maybe feel attempt- intimidated or whatever the case um, toward okay. their wife. Okay, so for the wives that are becoming discouraged um about seeing their husband's faith walk like uh, don't don't stop i i think it gets cuz brandy i feel like brandy has struggled not not necessarily struggled but like she's in her own mind she questions you know she's just like what's going on with him because <laughs> listen i'm you're a work like I'm a work in progress okay <laughs> let's just say that so um I, I would say don't give up because Brandy's never given up. She's never given up on me and she doesn't hide her faith whatsoever. And like in the beginning, don't get me wrong, I was like, man, this girl, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, we're literally walking into the store and she's like, oh, can I pray for you? And I'm like, you know, I mean, that's great, you know, but no. Uh, and in the beginning, uh, it was just it was a little overwhelming for me. Not not to say that I would be like, um, like freaked out about it. That wasn't yeah. the case. It was just more or less like in my mind, I was like, why can't we just walk down the road and mm-hmm. not talk to randoms? Mm-hmm. Or why can't we just walk into the store and not be like, oh, oh, hey, how can I pray for you? Or, <laughs> you know, not again, nothing wrong with that. But like in the beginning, I was just kind of like, what the heck? But um, I would just say, just be consistent. Um, just don't stop and just be be who you're meant to be. And just don't stop the flow of the Holy Spirit. If they're telling you to pray for somebody, pray for somebody, regardless who's looking. Um, 
I love that. I love that you say that consistent. Um, because the Lord, I would literally stand on that scripture of, uh, gosh, I can't really remember right now as to where it is, friends, but, um, go and look it up, Google this and you'll find it. But a wife who marries a man who is not a believer Mm. should not divorce him because eventually he'll become a believer from her faith. You know what I mean? Um, and then vice versa. Right. Yeah. You know, if a man marries a woman who doesn't believe through his faith, she'll begin to believe. You, you know, know, if the faith is genuine. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, you know, I know there was a time where you were getting frustrated with me because I'm probably a little slow maybe mm-hmm. in that. Well, I was more like, honestly, when we met, I was already filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and she was, she was already, I was already like, like six years into walking with the Lord deeply and you had barely began your journey. Yeah. So. And you were, you were basically like, what, why, what's taking so long? Like yeah. we would get, fr- she would get frustrated with me. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? I feel like I'm changing. Like yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm doing all yeah. of these things. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Now, don't get me wrong. I wasn't a hundred percent. I wasn't, you know, this, you fully know, submitted. yeah, fully submitted. This guy that's just out here, you know, I'm just like, I, I'm going through the motions. I'm, I'm figuring it out myself. Right. And I think that, um, as a wife, that's uh highly spiritual and outspoken about her faith that, it's it might be frustrating for you it might it actually i know it's frustrating for you but at the same time as a man as a man that's um been growing slowly um i i feel like it's it's taken me a little longer to to grasp what's being handed to me and uh shown to me by brandy and so i think that the advice to the advice for the men that are on the fence about their faith that that do just just go with the flow and that you are on your own journey yeah. like nobody can speed that process right. up right. it and and it's it's really up to you it's yeah. it's up to you on how you want to be receptive and like right. how you want to open up and and just be again back to communication be vocal with your wife and just say hey i'm but you do have to show an effort. You can't just be like, oh, I'm winging it, you know. Uh, but just at least make an effort, you know. Be there for your wife. If she wants to pray with you, let's pray. Let's start there. Let's open the Bible. Let's let's read the Word together. Let's wake up on Saturday morning on your day off and uh, wake up and have the coffee pot preset, right? So that way when you wake up, you're smelling the coffee and you guys can just get up and, and sit down and, and, and conversate, right? So, like, you don't have to get up and go to work. But... You can just sit there and talk, reflect on the on the week, the week that's passed. Okay, what's going on? What are we doing this weekend? And you can do that over coffee. And then once that conversation is done, say, okay, let's read a quick word and and let's go from there. You know, and that that just really, um, yeah, it's refueling for sure. So I think the advice for the men that are on the fence, like, just hang in there, man, and just. One yeah, one foot in front of the other and just, just move forward. Just as, just as long as you're moving right. forward. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Don't just, don't stay stagnant, you know? You know what happens to stagnant water, right? It starts to stink. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not not to say that, you know, you stink, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you stay stagnant long enough, you're, you're not moving anywhere, right. right? Stagnant water means still water that's trapped, mm, you know, and it, it starts, to, starts to smell, mosquitoes start flying wow. around, you know what I mean? So, yeah. that, look, babe, that's a whole word for that you. That is a good word. <laughs> um, I, to add on to that, the, I had a, a, a very deep encounter with the Holy Spirit one day, um, Oh, because there was a hot season in the beginning um, of me trying to push my faith onto Stephen. He had already dedicated his life to Jesus Christ, and um, he had just began his journey maybe a year prior. And so I'm expecting, like, immediate results. I need to see him, like, fasting and praying, and, yeah, like, I, like needed him, I need to hear him pray in the Spirit. I need to hear some tongues. But I don't know. I was just – I was having – unrealistic expectations and I wanted it to be on my time and I wanted him to do it my way like it was a lot of just unhealthy uh, it was unhealthy all in all for him and myself and anyway one day I was mad at Stephen for some reason like I maybe he didn't go to church with me or he didn't read the word with me or pray something and again very early on and I heard the Lord say Brandy I am his God you are not and I, it just stunned me. Like, my whole body went cold. 
the Holy Spirit just spoke so deeply in my spirit. He says, I am his God, you are not. I have placed you in his life to love him, and that is it. You know, if you continue this route, Brandy, you will push him further away from me. Mm. And I was like, and it really scared me. Like, it was a fervent, like, the Lord just kind of gave me a spiritual pow-pow, like, stop doing this you're not you're not showing him who i am you're you're being forceful on him and that is not who i am brandy that is not my character i never forced myself on you brandy you know what i mean we i met you in your brokenness and we've been together since and you know basically he didn't go on to say all this but me reflecting that's how god I, god never forced himself on me and he doesn't force himself on people we just find him where he finds us in our brokenness and or wherever it doesn't have to be brokenness but wherever we are and then we grow with him and we, we once we learn about him and really get to know him, we fall in love with him. It's, just, it's impossible to not fall in love with him. And, so anyway, and, and let's make make one thing clear, though, that, you know, o- over time, right, you you had been waiting for yeah. it may have been a couple of years already. That mm-hmm. That's why you were getting frustrated. Right. So there was it's not like we're talking a couple of months right. uh, of time here. We are talking about a couple of years, at least that yeah. where you were getting so frustrated and yeah. then you say that that the holy spirit really did tell you like hey stop pushing so we it's gonna take time right and and i think there was a few times where like we would have that little bicker or that argument and she would be trying to do that and 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 like push push it on me and i mean not to be like just overwhelming but there was a time a few times where i told her like man like you leave me alone like i'll be like just leave me alone right so i I just it was really rocky in the beginning you know it was but one thing that kept me grounded and consistent is the help of the Holy Spirit because the Lord would show me glimpses, excuse me, of visions of Stephen um, being fully submitted to him. It was like, just like the Lord showed me whenever I was at the altar, marrying Stephen before I married Stephen. I knew the Lord showed me like, stick around. This is your husband. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, wow, he showed me that in this, like a very brief vision. And then so in this rut we were in, I would get discouraged. And but then the Lord, like when I'd pray for Stephen, the Lord would show me glimpses of him later on being fully submitted to him. And so then that gave me like a, a surge of, of spiritual energy and hope for him. So then I'd go back to my war room and I'd be on my face praying for Stephen, heaven down. And I kid you not, friends, like the past since we've been here in Vegas four years, I have seen an extreme growth in Stephen's spiritual life. Like never before, like all like all those prayers for those years and the tears and the frustration, but yet the Holy Spirit helping me through those valleys of mine as a wife. Um, it really, it really was. It's now coming to fruition of God's promise. He t- he would tell me. Stephen is mine you know what I mean and and he will be who I've created him to be and he just that's why I've sent you Brandy to love him to that place of where I called him and where I made him to be you know none of it is my doing it Brandy but God has just sent me here as his helpmate as his helper so that he could do the work in him and being you know because if you have a nagging wife, it's so hard. And vice versa, if you have, you know, a, a stagnant husband, it's so hard to move forward. If you're a husband with a nagging wife, you just want to leave. You're like, get away from me. I don't want this, you know. Mm, if you have a uh, a stagnant husband who is lazy, you're like, the wife is like, oh, I just want to leave. Like, this is not working, you know. And so, there, like Stephen said, there's got to be some work in both of you. Like, just, it doesn't have to be an extreme step, but just small steps every single day like we spoke about before and then it ends up you know later on you'll look back and be like oh my goodness look at what God has done you know in both of us and so it's taught me patience long-suffering you know those are characteristics of the Holy Spirit uh, fruits of the Holy Spirit love patience kindness goodness self-control um you know long-suffering and and God has definitely you know um enhance those fruits within me personally through my marriage so i'm actually thankful at this end i'm thankful for that long wait i'm thankful for the for the for the yeah for the wait because again i was able to exercise patience and really seeing god works over time not in a day you know he's a like the the saying goes he's a crock pot kind of god not a microwave god Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but anyway we don't need all that radioactivity okay (laughs) 
<laughs> so lastly, baby, so we can wrap it up. Um, how do you handle being a God-fearing husband in a careless for marriage world? Um, man, that's a... Uh... That's a good question, actually. <laughs> careless for a marriage, uh, yeah, a husband in a careless for marriage world. So there's a lot of, I, I guess, in this day and age, or even when I was growing up, like, just there was there was carelessness in my life for marriage. People were just like, "What? We don't need to be married. What do we need to be married for? We we already we're we already been together it's for, just a piece of paper. yeah, it's just a piece of paper. We've already been married this long. Like, what what do we need that for? Right? We're you know, and I'm just like, you know, I, I was raised around that mentality you know or just i was around people with that mentality um but i think that you still need to be your own person and i think that at the end of the day right we don't have kids yet but at the end of the day i want someone for my kids to look up to and think wow my dad's a really great husband or he's just a really great man like and he treats my wife like or not my wife, but uh, you know he he treats my mom like um like a queen, you know what I mean that that she is. So I, I I just think that at this day and age, you still should um not get trapped in the ways of the world and just be like oh I, I you know we're together but we're not married and I mean you know it's just not it, or we're together but I don't have to respect her. Like, there was a conversation the other night that where we were around other gentlemen, um, and they were talking about strip clubs, remember? And, oh, yeah. And it, it got, not awkward, awkward's not the word. Yeah, but it, it doesn't was, get awkward when people talk about yeah. things, right? And so they're like, oh, oh, there's that strip club in Vegas. Steven, I'm sure you've been to it, right? Oh, well, yeah, they were just like, hey, if you, you guys, because you're older, you ever been to that strip club? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I do not go to strip clubs. Like, and it was hey. almost like a surprise to them. They were like, what? You know? And you're just like, yeah. Yeah, no, like, I what do I need to go to the strip club for? Like, <laughs> what, you want me to just go, what, like, for what? Like, what the heck? Like, I was like, no. Like, and, and it, that doesn't make me any less manly. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I feel like I'm a solid dude. You know yeah. what I mean? And I really, like, it doesn't bother me how people view me or, or or how people think of me. Like, listen, I will talk about God. I will speak my mind. Um, and I think it just doesn't make you any less manly to, to be married, right? You, you I think that, it... The right mindset, You it makes you more of like a, dang, like, an example in, a, in the right way. You know, in that moment... Babe, because I know that those gentlemen were a few years younger than you. Yeah. Um, it may have planted a seed because in that moment, what I felt was respected. Mm. Now, I know that that some marriages, they uh, love going to the strip club together. Mm. They're like, they think it's a date night, you know, but we're yeah. a marriage <laughs> that's not of the world. Yeah, because you know? then what, do, what are you thinking about? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, the like, images are in your head. Yeah, it's, those images in like, your head and then like you know i guess during intimacy with your wife like how can you be thinking like yeah. now that man has envisioned that woman or yeah. vice versa I, yeah. I don't know if a husband and wife go to like a male strip club <laughs> whatever right. Right? right but but you know whatever the case right like now you're not in the moment with right. your spouse you're one. you yeah. know what i mean like you're you're thinking about other things and that's not where your mind should be right even um, with what with women too they're like oh you've been to the Mag- magic mark show right like or Things like, and I'm like, no. And sometimes they're like, oh my god, like eye yeah. roll. But I'm like, listen, girl, let listen, me find out. I'm not trying to be religious at all with this. I simply have no desire to view other men naked. I really don't. Like, I love and respect my husband. Like, I, I don't want to lay eyes on another man in a lustful way at all. You know, and again, that's help from the Holy Spirit, um, because it's truly just. It's just not my heart. I don't want that. And I'm thankful that, you know, the Lord has also placed that same type of heart posture within Stephen because um, it would be hurtful, you know, if he was a type of man that went to strip clubs, you know, because there's the there's all types of, you know, um, open doors that can enter into marriages from the enemy by pornography, strip clubs, things like that. It's not it's not made for marriage. It's not, it's not made for a sustainable marriage and a healthy and happy marriage and a right. holy marriage. 
you know, some couples think it's cool, but then later on we find out they're divorced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it starts with things like that, like strip clubs and pornography. And it, it, it's just, it's, it's for a, a holy, I mean, for a Christian couple, it's not healthy friends. And so anyway, yeah, it was just an example of like you being a, set apart from, you know, not for marriage couples, I guess you'd say. Right. So, I mean, just moving forward a little bit, I just think that, um, just be yourself, man. Just just be yourself and just, you know, stay, like unashamed. basically, yeah, unashamed. That's the word I was looking for right there. Just be unashamed, man. I, 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 I remember one time that there was a, there was a, like at work, I have to take my ring off and stuff like that. We can't have rings, watches, or jewelry or anything like that on us, even if it's rubber. doesn't matter. Um, but uh, I, I forgot to put my wedding ring back on. Um, after work and it was our anniversary or maybe it wasn't our anniversary no it may have been like valentine's day right um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> okay so it was valentine's day and uh we were just gonna go out for dinner and it was this nice restaurant i forget what it was called but it was here in vegas and um and it, it just i felt awkward because i didn't have my wedding ring on and brandy has her ring on right so it, just the thought of the waitress coming to serve us just the thought like i'm like what is what would this woman be thinking right and obviously right out of my voice right that doesn't that doesn't bother me what people think about me but in this case it was like what would this waitress think about us as a marriage if if this woman is here with a wedding ring on and this man is sitting here with no wedding ring on like how does that look on valentine's day (laughs) you know what i'm saying and so like it really kind of like it was kind of bothering me a little bit i'm not gonna lie and then so i was like hmm you know brandy mentioned earlier that i'm 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 kind of a problem solver so (laughs) like i was like hold on real quick i got an idea and in my mind i was thinking like what can i do to like solve this problem so i went outside in the car and i had a sharpie i had a sharpie in the car and i i took that sharpie and i drew like a band on my on my ring finger and it looked legit you know like it just you know it looked like a black rubber ring like which is usually what he wears is yeah. a silicone black ring yeah exactly and so like i just did like a little band and it made the line straight and then i went back inside and i sat down and brandy was like what'd you do and i just showed her my hand i said I had a Sharpie in the car. She was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was just like, but, you know, it was just kind of like. And, and it was I, sweet, though. I was just, I, you know, I, I was being a little extreme, I guess. I I don't know, maybe. But it, it, at the same time, like, right, so it's not like this, this waitress is, like, looking at my hand, making sure this is a real ring or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's just, you know, the lights were a little dim. But, like, the image of, okay, mm-hmm. these this two married couple is, like, you know, they look solid. They look like a happy couple and things like that, right? It was just. I don't know. It was just yeah. something. The ring is know. a big thing. I, I'm. We are firm believers that we don't leave the house without our ring, and we only take it. He only takes his off for that. But Jim, everything like my ring stays on because I, you know, it's just it's a, it symbolizes I am not available to anyone but one man, and vice versa. It's a, a the ring is a big thing. Some people are careless with it, but this is just my opinion. Like, no, the ring is a is a beautiful symbolism of, you know, being married in, in a holy covenant. And it's very important to us. There's been men that have, I've talked to Stephen about it, that have hit on me even with my wedding ring on. They're like, uh, they'll hit on me and I'm like, I'm, no, sir, I'm happily married or I'm married. And they're like, well, what does that matter? It's so sad because people are very careless about marriage these days. They're like, oh, it's okay. Your husband doesn't got enough. Excuse me. No, sir. Like, I am happily married. Thank you. Goodbye. You know, like, you, we, we've got to set a standard, ladies and men. You know, set a standard. Like, no, their holy and happy and healthy marriages do exist. And that gives hope to other younger couples or people who are thinking about getting married. That true love does exist. And healthy, happy, and holy marriages do also exist. Can it happen without the Holy Spirit? It'll be a very rough ride. But with the Holy Spirit, with Christ as the center, it is bliss. It's not perfect, but it is bliss. You know, and so anyway, I just want to thank you so much, babe, for joining us today. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that someone gleaned something. Hopefully, you guys, you know that my mission is to always serve you in some way with each episode. Putting pep in your mental, physical, spiritual, emotional um, step. And um, I knew that bringing Stephen on with all of his... Um, sweetness. <laughs> hey, listen, and this is a this is an exclusive episode right here because 
Look, I I don't do. Y'all let me know if you'd like for him to come back on the show. Oh, see, <laughs> I don't do these things. She, she asked me yesterday. She was like, would you be on my podcast? And I was like, oh, come on, babe. Like, that's your thing. I'll I've let you do your thing. I've been wanting him to come on so long. That's not me. He you do your agreed. thing. Actually, I don't even think I agreed fully. <laughs> I said, what are we going to talk about first? And then after work today, she's like, okay, so you ready? We got to we gotta record this. And I was like, what do you mean? I never even agreed. But here we are. Here we are. And I'm, I'm sure that people will be blessed, hopefully, with this. So but, wait, is there like likes and shares and stuff like this for this? Um, they will. They can go rate and review the podcast, which uh, I always appreciate. You guys, okay. rates and reviews help other people find the episode. So this is exclusive. Or they can tag us in the stories. Um, mm. go and follow the Be Love Podcast um page on Instagram. Tag us in your story, and um, yeah. Yeah, it's exclusive. So this is a <laughs> one of a kind podcast episode right here. So. Oh my goodness, he's a little confident. Okay. No, I'm. That's not the point. All I'm saying is, this is like a a once in a lifetime, right? Oh here. my goodness. Oh gosh, y'all pray for him. Okay. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> Thanks so much, you guys. I love y'all so much. I really appreciate every single one of y'all that listen. Yvette Medina, shout out to you, boo. Thank you for messaging me, letting me know your gold nuggets that you took from last week's episode. And Sarah Martinez, shout out to you too, boo. Thank you so much for your encouraging uh, feedback of previous episodes too. I'm so thankful. Every time y'all message me, uh, it really does just encourage my heart to continue on knowing that there are listeners out there truly gleaning from each episode. So I appreciate you. I love you. And I can't wait until next time. So until next time, be blessed and be loved. Hello, it's me again. (laughs) Thanks a bunch for tuning into today's episode. I pray that there was at least one gold nugget that you could take and apply to your life. And listen, before you leave, I wanted to invite you to go and follow my nonprofit's journey where me and my epic team create content that will build you up holistically and you can watch what's popping with our foster youth outreaches. That's on Instagram at the B underscore loved project. Also, question, have you had a chance to read my book yet? Like a palm tree? (gasps) No? Go snag it on Amazon, boo. And may it encourage you to trust the one true God that can make you strong and resilient like a palm tree.